Yo, 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 what's up? This your boy Money G on the Fan Mission Podcast. Today, we got a special guest. It's going down. We're going to do this early and get y'all on out the way, man. But yeah, we got a special guest. I'm going to go ahead and let him up in this joint. Let me tell you. Hey, hey you know, it's the king. What's hey, what's going on, Roski? Oh, man, you know I'm good, man. Man, man, tell the people who you are, man. I go by the name of Rich P. Rich P. Evelyn, to be exact, man. The king. Ooh, king status, you hear me? I've been screaming that shit from the beginning, man. You know that. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Well, today, man, you know, this is the Fan Mission Podcast, man. We trying to inspire people. You know what I'm saying? We trying to bring awareness, and we just trying to uplift everybody. You know what I'm saying? So today, we're going to chop up my boy Rich P, man. You know what I'm saying? I've been knowing him for a while, and he's been doing this thing ever since he was a shorty, man. He was... He was throwing shit out the park. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're gonna talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Back in the in the studio days. We're gonna <laughs> talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. hey, but that was, that was special, bro. That was a special time. But yeah, I'm listening. Hey, hey man, I still got some shit. You know what I want to hear that shit. I know you do. I want to know, you know what I'm saying? I hey, so <laughs> yes, indeed. So look, so. The reason I um I follow you right, and the reason I be I wanted you on the podcast because, you know, um, I like what you're doing with your kids, man. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, man. Like I be seeing you with your kids, they be doing their thing, and I be like, yo, and they young, and you know, it's like you showing them how to get their money now, and not. Not laid on down the light, you know what I'm saying? Because if if so they run into somebody else in the streets, they're gonna get off into the dope game, and bro, they ain't gonna get no job, they ain't gonna know how to hustle. They guys are gonna be doing what they do, they're gonna be following the followers. So, how important is that to you to teach your kids how to make money for themselves? I mean, it's everything, you know what I'm saying? Because when I when I look at them. I look at me, you know what I'm saying? Like when, when you, what you were just saying, I was just thinking like, yeah, like, yeah, that's what I did. You know what I'm saying? I ran up through that pipeline because I didn't have a me for me. You know what I'm saying? So I ran, I ran right up through that same pipeline. So that's, that's why when I look at them, it's just like, I'm determined, bro. You know what I'm saying? I see, I see certain things to do to help them that probably the president or the, the head person in this country can't see, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really take it serious. I really take it um, as, you know, something from God, if you ask me, you know what I mean? Like I really, mm-hmm. I really, I really see it bigger than, I seen, I seen a sermon, a pastor said something, he said, man, like mm-hmm. all crimes will be, will be like um, reduced if, all for all if we had more fathers fathers of every crime you know what i'm saying and when i thought about that i'm like damn when you think about it that's that's really right you know what i'm saying because a lot of the a lot of times a lot of crimes are committed either from money or just lack of knowledge about certain things you know what i'm saying so as a father there he gonna he gonna he gonna provide he gonna prof- he gonna profess, you know what I'm saying, and he gonna protect, you know. So all of those all of those elements surrounding a, a child, you feel me, 
it'll be conducive for a success regardless. Mm. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, you know, um, it's very important for fathers to be in their kids' life, you know, even if they're not the best father, you know what I'm saying? His presence. Man, his presence mean a lot to a kid, you know what I'm saying? Because we always look at our dad as a super, our first superhero. Yeah. So, but and if, if the father's not around, you know, we ain't got nothing to fall back on. We ain't got nothing to believe in in the in the in the beginning in our subconscious mind as a kid. We don't even know. But we know something ain't right. We like, man, something is yeah. Up. yeah. Cause subconsciously, bro, we know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? We already Richard Pryor. The sub- mm. subconscious mind holds it all. You know what I'm saying? We really, we really go through life remembering remembering you know right. i mean you 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 are a member again you was already a member mm. you was already a member then you know what i'm saying so and when it comes up when it, when i say a member i'm talking about i don't want to go too deep but you know like the universe you know what i'm saying you're a part of the universe you're a part of the one you're a part of the all you know what i'm saying god is one you know what i'm saying and we as individuals as men we are a part of the one and when you put the one together we become all but a lot of people aren't they have kind of like revoked their membership because they don't feel like they are a part of the one mm. our job as people as fathers as men you know what i'm saying they are a part of the one is to teach these people that have been disconnected that have forgotten we have to articulate our words enough for they can remember and become members again you know what i'm saying and and we move and elevate and ascend like that Mm. Yeah, that's deep. You said you didn't want to get too deep, but that was deep too. But you know, it, um, so it's like it's kind of like if you can give the youth and just the older people like us, you know, um, say inspiring words. What would you tell them? Man, a lot of shit. Um. <laughs> Man, there's no problem that's bigger than you. Uh. First of all, second of all, failure will never overtake you as long as your desire to succeed is strong enough. Uh. Second of all, third of all, you can create anything that you want to create for yourself through yourself, not your job, not your parents, not your degree from college, not from your marriage, not from your political party, not from your gang, no organization. Through you, you can create anything, anything that you want to create for yourself. You already are actually creating things for yourself without you even realizing it but that's another podcast you know what i'm saying but yeah i would say yeah because i always tell people you know your job is not your job Mm. you know what i'm saying because they be like man i gotta go to work i gotta do this next weekend i got the weekend off i can chill but then they chill in the house then they like for the weekday they work 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 and they come home eat sleep and they like and i'm like 
you know that's not your job though yeah. you know everything is created everything somebody made everything everything somebody made right so you can create your own shit Thanks. you know what i'm saying and um that's what i really like about what you're doing with your with your with your kids because i be seeing them out there hustling they your, they own your merch yeah and it's they merch and they, they counting the money and they talking to these people and i'm like yo that is dope and i grab my kids like look at this they touching back these young kings out here man they out here i said they younger than y'all but y'all want to run and try to get a job and work for these people that don't get no fuck about you but when you, when you can really build your own shit, it's gonna take some time though but you're gonna and ain't nothing wrong with working for some other people but when you done working for them work for yourself don't sit back and chill like it's over with until i get my check no work for yourself invest in yourself yeah yeah you know what i'm saying ain't nothing wrong with working for people but what's wrong is when you ain't working for yourself they say man's greatest mistake is his belief that he's working for somebody else hmm. so everything you do should be for self you know what i'm saying and one one way or another it should be for self you need to when you go up in these in these places if you if you have to if you feel like you need to work a job and that's where you at in your journey then okay cool no judgment but when you go in there know that you going here because you choosing to go here you going here because you're going to make you going you're going to use this as leverage to do your thing that what you're trying to do you're not coming here thinking that you trapped you're not going to come in here thinking that you ain't got no other option you're not going to come in here thinking like damn what i'm gonna do if i don't have this job that ain't it that's out it's a new day it's so many different options out here how about google how about youtube you know what I'm saying? How about stop being lazy and, and, and trying to go down the path that everybody's been going down that you see ain't even working for them emotionally, especially. Ooh. They might got so much stuff. Yeah, don't let that shit fool you, but they bitter as hell. You know it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And they know it. So you know that ain't working. Why would you keep going down that path when you got shit like Google out here? You got shit like YouTube out here that you could just search the thing that you really love to do that you really trying to act like you don't fuck with like that but you really do fuck with that shit and google that shit research it you know what i'm saying and put your nuts on the concrete and come hella high water you feel me you out there putting that shit out there whatever that is you know what i'm saying and excuse my language i don't know who i'm watching but Oh no, it's all good. You know, you know, speak your mind, man. Go off, man. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, this how we talk to people. Like, like you know, like um, we can sit here and say, you no, know, try not to cuss and try not. To, but this is the language that we, as real niggas, know how to understand because we be like, oh man, them niggas trying to be all super goody and woo woo. So niggas, that click off that shit. Yeah, I'm smoking. When you say. Get your bitch ass off the motherfucking bed, nigga. You motherfucker be like all ears, like man, what's yeah. going on? Because for real, that's how they that's how they learn how to relate. That's how they talk to each other in the streets. That's how they do things. So when you try to talk to people, nah, to nah, nope, nope. What? Go ahead, talk to me. Let you breeze past that. That ain't why. That ain't why we talk like that. Think about it. When we, we talk like it, where it come from, grandma, grandma, mama daddy 
Grandpa, mm -hmm. all come it, but where they where that came from, slave master, white man, get over there, do this now. Yeah, yeah. If that you, was their parents. Hey, you say you don't want to get deep, but the you is that's exactly what it is. I just wanted to be truthful. That's all, man. You know what I'm saying? Cause man, that's the truth, bro. It ain't it ain't the streets. It's it's it, yeah. it was the generation down. first. Yeah, it was passed down. Yeah, and you know, and it's sad, right? But from my um from my generation and passed down, like she say, from my generational from generation, it's like people just like whoopings. It went right yeah, on. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like my kids, they be like, Man, I, I man, you be man, you be beat my ass. You be I be like, bro, I don't even whoop your ass, nigga. I yell at y'all, mom be telling. But y'all don't get no ass whooping like I got. Yeah. Because I felt like the ass whoopings I got didn't even make me really do the things that I should have been doing. Really though? No, not really. It didn't even hit me, pierce me. Like they kind of fucked me up for a minute. Yeah, yeah. For real. Reach for a belt, nigga. I'm jumping. Yeah. I say, so I don't want my kids to be like that. Yeah, nah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, man, we talking about your brand, right? So tell me a little bit about the brand, man. Man, Richard Pryor, man, I just, you know, it's it's so big, it's so much to say, so much to say. It's it's a beautiful thing. Um, so it's called Richard Pryor, mm -hmm. and it came about through a long journey of finding myself, finding mm -hmm. out who I was and what I wanted to do, and along the way, you know, what I'm saying I stumbled across this story about Richard Pryor um, that had something to do with my dad and my grandparents. Mm. And, you know, I didn't grow up with my father. So, you know, I grew up in an abusive household, which would led me to run away, you feel me? I'm, I'm running away, I'm in the streets. I got a whole different lifestyle. I'm out here not feeling like nothing and nobody. So I was willing to do that and anything. You know what I'm saying? At that time, feeling like you are nothing, you know, and nobody. You don't have no dad. You don't have no, like we was talking about earlier, you don't have no dad. You don't have that presence. You don't have that protection. You don't feel protected. You feel like vulnerable at any given moment. Motherfucker can come and just do anything to you because they have been doing anything to you. Mm. So with that mindset, you just go to the street and just lash out like, man. Like Dan and Eddie, everybody out to get me, you know what I'm saying? So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta protect myself. I gotta figure some shit out. I gotta protect myself. That's funny to say that though. If you, I'm a beast, bro. If you, I'm telling you, bro, I ain't even trying to brag, but I'm just listening to my own self right now. I went to the streets to protect myself. <laughs> ain't that where you go? <laughs> ain't that where you <laughs> he went to the streets to protect himself? Hey, because. You felt like you felt more comfortable in the streets. You know what I'm saying? And it is crazy to hear it like, man, you know, um, I feel comfortable in the streets, but at home I don't feel safe. And it's supposed to be the opposite. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Good, morning. Good morning, top of the morning, Blunt, Philly Blunt, what up? Facts. What's yeah. up? My God. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, man, you know, that's 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 crazy. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I, I but I never said that out loud. That's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, I, so I, I go to the streets. You feel me? 
protect myself. I'm in protection mode. I'm so now I'm learning. Okay, now I gotta learn how to provide for myself. I gotta how I'm eat. I ain't even think about none of that. When I thought about running away, I'm just like shit. I'm out here. I know I ain't fucking with this no more. That's all I knew, you know. And I was gone. So now I'm figuring out how to how to provide for myself in the streets, along the way, of tra trapping. Basically, learning how to provide for myself. I, I hear these stories. I'm running into grown people. I'm serving grown people. They like, man, who your people say? Shorty, you out here all night. Like, who is you? You just this new little dude out here. Like, who is you? And I'm telling, you know, I'm telling my name. Like, man, who 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 your people says? I'm telling my mom, my dad name. And then I just start getting to hear this story. Like, why? Why yo? That's your dad? Boy, you ain't know. You you don't know. Richard Pryor bonding him out of jail for the murder back in the day. You don't know that. I'm like, no, I ain't never heard about that. Wow. Well, well I, I, I kid you not. As I as I progressed through my journey, you know what I'm saying, in the streets, it was just like I just kept hearing it. I kept hearing that same story. People was just confirming it, like, yeah, boy, like Juan, like, yeah, he, yeah, he got that murder on them white boys back in the day, and he beat it. Richard Pryor, Richard Pryor, bonded him out of jail for that murder, and he beat it. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So now I see the Richard Pryor and the whole, you know, the connection. Because I'm like, you know, I was thinking like, you know. You down in Peoria, Richard Pryor down from Peoria. I'm like, okay, you know, that's that's dope, that's dope. But how you just put it, and you was like, man, how? Hey, that's man, dope. Man, I appreciate it. And, and and before I was even born, that's the prior part of it. You know, I spell it P R I O R, like before. So it's before it's before the money because it's like that happened before i was even born so that gave me value before i even came into existence mm. my name attached to my my being my essence was already attached to something great before i even you know what i'm saying but not to mention like i say it's just so deep bro i can go everywhere with it but like not to mention bro this is a this is this is an example of what we all have within our own experience through this life is that it's things that precede us that come before us that has taken its way and and and, and set the stage for us and done things that bring us value that we didn't have a hand in so you it got to be something here this ain't just no we just chilling in this bitch no nigga no it's some shit, you know what i'm saying it's some shit here that's working it's at it's at work right now it's at work and I, I like to call it god you feel me mm. and man, you know what you keep bringing up my mans man now you i had a i had a um i had a young praise but man you know what i'm saying to get the most high to be young praise man nah but i'm time i'm going somewhere i don't want i don't want people to see we triggered i know i know how it is i know how it go when we get to talking when people get to hear when our people get to hear certain words we get like, oh, this nigga get to go. Nah, I'm going somewhere with this no, shit. No, and, and you know, and I ain't even cut you off, but man, you know, it's like, um, we need to know about that background. We need to know, even if we get the background from the, the streets or from our people, because kids really, really think that my mom and dad laid down and had me. But then why they always arguing and fighting if they ain't want to have, because that's how a kid think. Yeah. They don't be real. Like, bro, you know, we's out in the streets and wham, bam, bam, and this happened. And then here you go. 
you know, but I was this type of nigga, you know, and she was this type of bra. And we, you know what I'm saying? And then you'd be like, like you said, like, man, you heard about your dad when you weren't even here and you keep hearing the stories, you know what? And that triggers something in your brain. And you say, you know what? I'm going to start doing my clothes. I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start, you know, you felt better about yourself. Exactly. Hearing the stories. Exactly. It gave me value. It gave me, like I, like I started off with, it made me, at first I felt like I was nothing and nobody. Yeah. I had that though. Oh, I started moving different, bro. Everything changed. Everything changed like slowly. I didn't know it then. But like as I look back on it, bro, everything changed once once that narrative changed, once that story that I was telling myself had changed. You know, so now, now it's like, oh, I was rich before I even came in this bitch. Yeah. I was already I was already chosen to be lit. I had no say, to be lit. I had no say so in the matter. God mm -hmm. said, just, just be it. You feel me? Just go on in there and just be you. You feel me? I got you. You ain't got to do nothing. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, you said you was going somewhere. So I ain't want to throw you off. My bad. Yeah. Where, where, I, where are you going? I, I, what I was going to say is I'm telling the story about self-discovery, how I discovered myself. Mm. And with that, with that being said, I also, once I discovered myself, I also picked up the fact that what I was doing was actually branding because what I realized about branding is branding is really just another way to introduce yourself. Your brand is just another way to introduce you. Mm. So your brand is you, it's your identity. And if you don't have an identity, if you have not recognized your identity, then you don't have a brand. Mm. So my brand is my identity. All these stories that I tell, it seemed like I could be going off on tangents. A lot of people, when they hear me, it's like, man, this dude go, no, nah, it's all the same thing. <laughs> if you if you catch it, you know what I'm saying? It's really all one thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, he come talking about God. He talking about, he talking about this. He talking about, no, nah, it's really all the same. It's all Richard Pryor. Mm. It's, all it's all one thing. Richard Pryor, beforehand, before I did anything, I was already that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's man. That's I didn't need nothing. I didn't. So, if you had the opportunity to talk to Richard Pryor, Whew. what would you tell him? Thank you. Thank you. I would say thank you. I would say, man, he was the greatest. It, it still is the greatest. I would say that I'm gonna make sure that your name will never die. You feel me? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure that it live on. And I'm gonna make sure it be dignified. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna add some value to it. And I'm gonna do what I feel like you would have done for the town. You know what I'm saying? Had you had more time and, uh, and less trauma, let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? Less trauma from from the town. You know what I'm saying? Have you watched that documentary, bro? But the um the um Richard Pryor documentary? And they say he based the reason why a lot of they say he, he went down the, the spiral he went down is because he never really fully got over everything that he went through in Peoria, bro. Yep. That yep. shit is deep. <laughs> yeah, you know, and um, you know, I was in a town, right? And mm -hmm. I used to hear people saying Richard Pryor from the town, and I used to be like, you know, it didn't really click then, right? And then I start um 
when I watched the documentary, and I was like, damn, this nigga, I'm like, damn, this nigga really from the town. Yeah. No. I'm like, damn, this nigga really from the town, town. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so I'm starting to see the Richard Pryor streets and all this. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm like, damn, that's some dope ass shit, man. You know what I'm saying? My grandfather named Hank, bro. If you, my, my grandma named Sonia. Richard Pryor, anybody know my grandfather Hank, bro? Everybody in Peoria knew my grandfather Hank, bro. He had properties, he had businesses. My grandma Sonia, she had the little beauty beauty shop. She used to do a lot of lot of lot of women, white women hair. You know what I'm saying? That that was a story I always got. You know what I'm saying? She did a lot of white women hair, but basically a lot of she was making a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Right. Back in the time where a, a black woman doing white woman hair was like gangster. You know what I'm saying? Like what? You feel me? Like, yeah. So in the movie Jojo Dancer, mm. if you watch it, it's a it's it's two characters, one of them named Sonya, one of them named Hank. Dig that. Dig that. You see what I'm saying? It was, it was super close. So if it wasn't for um your boy Richard Pryor, man, you know what I'm saying? We wouldn't have had you, man. That's what I'm saying. That what like, I'm saying. You played a big part, bro. Man, the biggest besides God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, man, you know. Oh, yeah, I got my praise button, so let me get praise to God. You know what I'm saying? Because, because on this podcast, you know, people, we always bring up God in our journey because without God, you know, um, we felt like, we had never had that that opportunity to take and people and when people see this somebody keep calling me man so when people keep when people see this and hear this and they can a lot of people ain't aware about it. they think they doing it all by themselves yeah that's what i'm saying you know what i'm saying like Feeling like uh-uh. i got shot i could have died you know i had a stroke i could have died you know, all these things that happened to me and they, I, and people be like, you know, but I bounced back. And, you know, I got shot this many times and I bounced back. And I had a, and I bounced back. No, bro. Mm. You get that man that praise, man, because he was he was trying to bring you awareness. Like, bro, you need to slow down. You need to slow down where you at. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, a lot of people, they talk about, Man, God helped me in this situation. And he did. You know what I'm saying? Because doing it by ourselves, bro, we always try, we always doing it wrong. We try to do it by ourselves. At least I did. Every time I try to do something by myself, I did it wrong. We do it selfishly. Anytime we try to do it by ourselves, we do it selfishly. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's not why we was here. If you really think about it, it don't even make sense. In simple math, why would we come here just for us? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. So, so with your idea, right? You know, uh, you make money off your ideas. Your ideas is the reason that shit happens, right? But what made it click on you to say, you know what? I'm gonna start a brand like this. Like, what made what made it that what made that click in your head? When you say like this. What you mean like this? I want to make sure I answer the like, um, You know, like a lot of times people, we have, we have, let's say 10 people have ideas, right? 
Ten uh, people had the same idea. Right. But one person gonna act on it. Right. What made you act on the idea that you had? Because you ain't the only one that had the idea. But what made you act on it? Well, that's the thing. One thing about me, if if you really look at my life and put a scope on it, I've always been that way. I think, I, and I, I was just thinking about this the other day, like, I've always been that type of person. Anybody know me? No. I've always been the type of person that when I learn some shit, bro, and I really believe in that shit, bro, I'm at it, nigga. Like, right then. Like, I ain't wasting no time. For what? What we waiting on? If I believe it, you know what I'm saying? What I'm waiting on. And I think that's what separates me from a lot of people because I'm willing to go to a lot of different places that a lot of people won't go. You know what I'm saying? In the name of belief. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could be the most talented. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat you because I believe. You know what I'm saying? My belief is stronger than your talent. Mm. that's dope yeah because a lot of people don't believe in themselves they think they gotta have talent but you don't like everybody can't be dancing everybody can't be rapping everybody can't sing everybody can't everybody can't do the same shit just because you see it don't mean you have to do it like you have to find out who you are to what you good at and it, do it it all come back to that you know it's like i say that that that, that self-awareness that self-discovery that richard Pryor. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, you know, I'm in the brand development. That's, you know, I'm, I'm in the brand development now. That's a whole nother conversation. I'm loving it. I love what I do. I help other people build brands as well. Help them do the same thing I did. And and and, and in less time because I, I know how to do you know the roles. You feel me? So um, it's like when, when I work with clients, it's like they don't realize to like half uh, halfway along our process that all I'm really doing is is really getting you more acquainted with yourself. All I'm really doing is really like putting a mirror in front of yourself, putting a mirror in front of you so you can see you like, oh, okay. And then at some point you realize like, oh shit, this is just me that I'm selling. <laughs> You're right. But I trick you though, cause you don't even see that all I'm doing is so, so you say, okay, so branding yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you all these questions, and I'm writing all these things down. And I'm, pay, I'm piecing together you, and you don't even realize that this is, this is the, the meat of you, and this is your brand, the story of you. You know what I mean? That's your brand. You know, yeah, I used to always say, you know, if you wrote a book about your story, how many people would read it? You know what I'm saying? And um. You know, I had to tap in. That's why I had to tap into myself because I was doing the rapping and I was doing this and I had time to step back to myself and be like, you know what? Let me brand myself. So, you know, I got a couple of books out. I'm doing a little different stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I want to sell something that I created, something that I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So that's what got me on this. But I got another question for you because we had 30 minutes and I used to do an hour of power. Okay. So let's get right to it, right to it, right to it. Oh. First question is, if you can talk to your 16-year-old self, what would you tell them? Mm. At the age you're at right now. My 16-year-old self. Boy, that was it. That was it. Um, 
I don't know. I think I met you around six. Yeah. I don't know how old you was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was around then. Woo! I would say. You the one. Woo! Hey. Hey. And I ain't gonna, I, I'm going to back you up, bro. You was the one. So. So let me get y'all the backdrop on this, man. You know, I had built the studio, right? I didn't know what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the time, bro, when we built that studio, I don't know if you know, but, you know, um, I was in jail, man. And um, and I was like, I was talking to a motherfucker. And, and I just was thinking, like, you know what? I want to do this G-Staff shit again. I want to get it back popping. You know what I'm saying? Cause some fuck shit happened. I'm like, you know what? I need to get this. I need to get this shit back off the ground, man. We need to do this. So I built the studio. I had nigga bought a house on Glendale for like forty thousand. Didn't even know nothing about nothing. Bought this house and it ain't had no motherfucking insulin in the inside. It ain't had no motherfucking. It was all cold. It was, bro. I built the studio, nigga. We ripped. We was on Perry. We ripped the boards off a vacant house, nigga. We ain't know where to get no boards from motherfucking hardware store. I ain't know nothing about this shit yet. Man. Ain't know how to measure. Ain't know how to do shit. I just built the damn studio. Yeah. I wanted to do. Yeah. Studio. And I was like, man, yo, you was like one of the first motherfuckers that came down there that really rap. We ain't know what we was doing. We just bullshitting. Yeah. You know, I think your brother can bring you down there like, man, Rollo, bro, man, he, man, he get down, bro. I'm like, this little light skinned little nigga come through. I'm like, man. Hey, what are you on, bro? He like, yeah, just put me in the booth. Put him in the booth. No talking. No talking. He like, man, just give me an instrumental. I'm like, what you? What kind of instrument you like? Like anything, bro? I push play. I swear, they were like, man, hit record. I'm like, hold up, <laughs> bro. You rap for like two hours straight. <laughs> that was, and I was fresh out too. I was fresh out of jail. I say, when the fuck y'all find this dude at? Juvenile Detention Center. That would have found me. <laughs> Man, but I'm like, bro, you rap for two hours straight. Two times, damn near. Bro, I say, man. So, yeah, I don't know where you get it from. You ain't had no pen, no pad. You just gone. So, was it, was it, was it, um, what inspired you to do music like that? Like, you know, was it watching BT? Was it reading books? Or what inspired you to even get in a rap game or even, to, you know what I'm saying, write, wrote your first rap? Because that was incredible, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you, first of all. Uh, I would say I, I try not to be so deep, bro. It is, I, I got to be honest. Go ahead. Uh I would say being on punishment, bro. Being on punishment. I was on punishment a lot growing up because I was always in the shit. I was always trying to figure shit out. So being on punishment had me in my room all the time. And when I was in my room, I was right. I was room right, right a room over from my older brother. You know what I'm saying? Um, which I later found out was my cousin. That's a whole nother conversation. But that's some deep shit too. But uh yeah, so the next room over, which is my 
was in my brother's room, and he and that motherfucker living his best life. He blasting every motherfucking man, all the hottest rappers. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even knowing none of these people, but I'm knowing them through him now. Through the wall, damn near. Oh, you feel me? Through the wall. He bamming that shit. I'm talking about he bamming that shit. No limit. So, huh? I thought I told you. We no limit. So, so I thought I, you know, huh? I'm in that bitch. Like, I'm in that one in my room. Like, huh? On punishment, like a motherfucker. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, you feel me? I'm talking about from cannabis to Nas, LL, DMX, nigga. Uh, um, Mr. Servon, nigga, Mac, Fiend, nigga, um, everybody, bro, Jay-Z, Tupac, man, I really love Tupac, you know what I'm saying, because he had a certain, like, passion about him that I really had, still got within me, you know what I'm saying, that I could really resonate with, it kind of go back into that belief I was telling you about earlier, it, like, when I believe something, bro, <laughs> It's over with, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm cooked, I'm dead, you know what I'm saying? It's just over, but, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm listening to all these rappers, bro, and and it just, it just made me like, you know, I think it was a mixture of listening to how good the, 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 the music was and how it made my brother feel and react to it, the power that it had over him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So he was like, bro, I can make you feel the same way, bro. Listen to this. I wanted the power. That's Ooh. I think about it. You got me saying shit I ain't never said, bro. That's crazy. I wanted the power, bro. I wanted the power, bro. It wasn't even the music. That's why I don't really be dropping all like all like that. that. <laughs> That's why, bro. Cause it's like that ain't what I want. I want the whole motherfucking thing. You know what I'm saying? If I can't get that, you ain't finna get me dropping these little. Nah, nigga. If I can't get the whole shit, I don't want it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's what got me into. You know what I'm saying? Music, being on punishment, listening to it a room over. You know what I'm saying? It got me into writing my own shit. Got me into. You know what I'm saying? Let me see if I could do this shit. So now I'm I'm rapping, you know, and now what I do, I'm chasing the power. So I've run over to my brother. Check this out, bro. I just wrote this. Boom, boom, boom. He like, nigga, get out of here. That shit weak. For like five years. So how old was you when you started rapping? When you started trying to do grade. You was in fourth grade? I was in fourth grade, bro. I wasn't doing no work at school. All my notebooks had raps in them. I used to get whoopings for that shit, bro. I used to get beat. <laughs> I used to get beat for writing raps in my, my school notebooks. You know what I'm saying? Every new notebook I had, I would write raps in it, go to school. Teacher like, yeah, where your notebook at? I ain't got it no more because I done wrote so many raps in them. I ain't got none. She goes, she called my people. It's like, yeah, he ain't got no more notebooks. She like, damn, I just bought him some notebooks. What happened? Come home, find out. Bam. I've been writing all raps on my shit. Damn. Cook me. You feel me? <laughs> but in the name of the passion, <laughs> I'm hey. back at it though. You feel me? And that's just that's that's fucked up because you know a lot of things that kids know that they need to do. Talk about it. And um 
the parents don't have, they don't know, they like, man, you need to go to school, but not knowing that if you'd have had people behind you, like, yo, man, you know what, man, do your thing, do your thing, bro. You were at 16, you was gone. Yeah. I mean, bro, you was cold. You was colder than nigga to people right now. I'm like, bro, this nigga is he a beast. And you 16, 17? Man, and you say you just came home? Uh, so I'm gonna ask you this question. You know what I'm saying? You've been to jail a couple of times, huh? Yeah. Or All, right. All right. So was it any time that what was that time? What was that one time that you said? You just submitted to God and you say, you know what? This ain't for me no more, bro. I'm I'm good. <laughs> that ain't that <laughs> I know, I know it's every time, but what was that one time you say, you know what? I'm for real this time, bro. <laughs> 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 that nigga say every time. I kept saying that. <laughs> that nigga say, I ain't never gonna do this shit no more, man. I ain't never gonna do it again. But in the name of passion, you know what I'm saying? In the name of passion, bro, like, I don't get no fuck about the consequences. You know what I'm saying? In the name of passion, sometimes I could just, you feel me, let that shit just run rapid. You feel me? Yeah. But um, I think, okay, now I know where you're going. I'm going to go there. My crib got raided. My crib got raided. And they try to make me out to be like some type of like ghost or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Frank Lucas or something. They, they like, man, you know who you is. You a kingpin. Woo and all this shit. You feel me? Like they try to like really like do some shit, bro. And, and like Man, they they try to cook me, bro. But me having God on my side, I I managed to wiggle up out of the whole situation because what they tried to do, they tried to get me to tell on myself about some shit that they said they felt like they had me cornered on, but all they was missing was me actually incriminating myself. Right. But me already being like, you know what I'm saying, who I am. I'm not finna volunteer, you know, nothing that, you know, that I don't need, that ain't necessary. So, you know, like I say, by the grace of God, I was able to, you know what I mean, free myself from that situation. But I remember the feeling that I had when I realized that they didn't have what they said that they had on me to, to stick me. When I realized that, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I had my head down the whole time. The whole interrogation, I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm dead. I'm cooked. It's over. I ain't never, so I never see the light of day again. You know, and it's over. You know what I'm saying? And that was a, that was, that was a very tough time. You know what I'm saying? That was a very tough moment for me in my life. Um. And and when they when they told me, when I heard them say what they said to make me know that they did not have what I thought they had on me, I looked up at them. 
boy, I had a boy, they probably saw it in my eye. It twinkled like, <laughs> oh, I felt alive again in just one moment. And it was just like, once I came back, once I came back to, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm alive again. I realized like, nah, bro, I don't even want to play like that no more. You know what I'm saying? I don't even want to. Nah, I got out of that. But I ain't playing like that no more. You feel me? It's not even worth it. The game ain't even worth playing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. At that point. You know what I'm saying? So when you look at people that's out there younger than you, don't know nothing about the game, but trying to play the game, what would you tell them? Get out. Mm. You feel me? But make no mistake, I still respect the game. Yeah. So with respect to the game, I will say, you know what I'm saying? Do what you do. Do what you got to do. You feel me? Do what you got to do. And do, what that, like that, gotta, do what you feel like you got to do. But use the, use the illegal to get to the legal as soon as possible. Mm. Yeah, and see, a lot of people, like you say, do what you have to do, right? But a lot of people don't even have to do it, right? I ain't talking about them. Yeah, see, I like, I got a book called Hood by Choice. And it's like people that they need from the hood, but they made their choice to go out there in the hood and get off into some shit thinking it's cool. I the lifestyle is cool. Along the way. I learned to respect that, too, along the way, bro. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I got a homie like that, bro. And that shit used to fuck with me. I'm talking about that shit used to fuck with me. Here I am out here having to do this shit because I ain't got no support. And here you are, you right next to me, busting plays with me. And you go home to your mom and your dad. Man. That shit used to fuck me up, bro. And then he used to like try to chime in on the real nigga topics with me. Like, and I used to be like, bro. <laughs> relax you know what I'm saying like relax a little bit bro this ain't even you that ain't even you you know what I'm saying but like I said I had to really take a step back and realize he his own man and people when men one thing about men when men feel like this is what I'm on hey that's what they on you know what I'm saying it don't matter how you feel or the logic that you making out of it you know, in his mind, he look at it like, because I talked to him about it. I beat him, you know, I beat around the bush on the topic one day, and he was just like, yeah, bro, like, for me, it's like, I know my people's right there and all that, but that's my whole point. I don't want to ask them for shit. I already seen my mama be struggling on certain shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we might have this nice house to you because you might, you ain't never come from, you know, too much. You ain't come from my happy home, I would say. You know what I'm saying? So, he looking at it like that. Like, man, you ain't come from that. So you looking at it like, I got a whole lot. But in my mind, it's like, yeah. In his mind, he like, I come home to a happy home. But at the same time, it's not happy for me seeing my mama have to go to work every day and only, you know what I'm saying, be able to not do too many things for herself when I know the value of my mama. So I'm doing this so I can help her out. You know what I'm saying? I'm, my, my dad, you see my dad, but shit, my dad ain't no shit. You see him at the liquor store all the time. It's what he telling me. 
You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he like, I'll be having to get him money and shit. You see, he'd be asking me for a couple dollars. Mm. So it's it's kind of like we assuming it's green on the other side, but when it's, it's when a motherfucker break it down, it's like, man, damn, you, you is kind of like us. You and know, different, different struggles though. Man just gonna make his decision. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. A man gonna make his decision, you know, and 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 once he make his decision, then that's on, you know, now he must walk that walk. Yeah, that's crazy. So, you know, I know you from the town, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, when I um you know I'm down here in Florida, and you know, and I and I start to understand, like I didn't move around, like I'm from I'm from Chicago, right? The first time I ever moved around was I came to Peoria. You know what I'm saying? And I met a lot of cool people there, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, some dope-ass people there. Right. But I didn't never know the power of switching situations, like moving from different towns, like how it it um it can shape your life. The only time I moved around, when I came to Peoria, I moved and I wanted to go back home. And motherfucker was like, no, nah, bro, stay down here. You're going to get killed in Chicago, nigga. And I'm like, fuck that shit, nigga. I'm wild. I'm 16. I'm wilding. Nigga already fighting temp murder cases and shit. I was already on bullshit. So then I started moving when I went to the joint. Joliet, Stateville, Menard, Jacksonville. I was everywhere. I was like, man. So when I came home. They be like, man, money, why you move so much, bro? You always moving. You in Georgia. You in California. You in Minnesota. You Man, you moving everywhere. I'm like, because cause when I was, now I can move when I say I want to move. At first, I was moving on these people. So what made you, because I remember one time, I think you moved to Indiana or something. You know what I'm saying? I ain't heard from you in a while. And then one day, you called me from jail, like, Juan. I'm like, nigga. I'm like, what the hell? Oh. Yeah, and I think I think because I had my CD and my phone number on every CD, and I was passing up through the town, mm. you kind of memorized my phone number. Yeah, and you called me like, "Bro, I need you to get in touch with my bro, man." I'm with, I'm like, "Damn, I'm like, I ain't heard from this nigga in a while," and he called from Indiana. Yeah, jail. I'm like, "All right, bro, I got you." I'm like, and I thought about it. I was like, "Oh, this remember nigga remember my number because if you can remember them fucking raps like you did." Yeah, yeah. I know you remember a number that you see all the time on the fucking CD. Facts. I remember a lot of shit, bro. I remember a lot. Of- I'm like, damn. So what made you move around in a town? That was the question. Like, what made you? And then when you move around, was it like, was it opening up? Did you see any people that you seen on TV? And you like, damn, I ran to this nigga. Like, damn, damn. Like, you know what I'm saying? This shit dope. You talking about what made me move from Peoria? Yeah, like just move around, period. Just move from state to state. Um. Just you know, being locked up, bro. Like listening to niggas tell me their stories and shit. Like you know, when you like, you know how it is when you locked up in the in this in the system. You 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 locked up with niggas from all throughout the state. You ain't just locked up <clears throat> from your town or your city. You locked up with niggas all from throughout Illinois. So, uh-huh. um, I'm just listening to niggas' cultures and their stories about how they was living. And it was a lot of flamboyant shit going on, bro. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, man, I need to, I need parts, bro. I need, I want to feel like that. You know, I want to have stories like that. I want to be able to say, you know what I'm saying? We had a motherfucking a party on the yacht and, and 
man, we was popping bottles and, you know, I want to say shit like that, you know? So that's what I did when I came, when I came home, when I got out, I was just like, man, after hearing all, it's like, I have to hear all them stories and shit. And you come home and you see this shit. You like, man, this ain't it, man. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Like I'm gone. Like, and see, that's what I'm saying. Like some people, they like, I know people that I grew up with and they still in the same apartment, same block. And they don't move, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, motherfuckers, get, they don't know their comfort zone is their danger zone. They get too comfortable mm-hmm. and don't want to move around. So, yeah. So, what, what, wait, what? Like, the first time you left the town, mm-hmm. how did you feel? Did you feel like, damn. Free. free? Like, every time I leave that motherfucker, every time I leave that motherfucker, I feel free. And every time mm-hmm. I come in that bitch, I feel like I got chains on. Mm. Between me and you, you know what I'm saying. Every time I cross that bridge, I'd be like, "Man, it's a different." I, you know, and I know it's people that's listening to this that probably can agree. They feel they can relate. Like it's like a certain, it's a spirit in that bitch, bro. It's a spirit in that bitch, bro. And I feel it every time I come in that motherfucker because I'm I come with a certain spirit. You know what I'm saying? And we don't mix. Mm. We, we don't mix. So, mm. you know. I feel that shit immediately. As soon as I cross that bridge, bro, and then as soon as I cross back over, I be I feel it. Feel it right back. Yeah, like never left. I know, man. That's crazy, man. So, you know, um, uh, what else I was gonna ask you, man? I know I talked about the kids and the clothing line. Oh, so for the people that wanna, you know, what I'm saying, cop your gear or listen to your music, shit, where can they find you at? www.richardpryor.com r-i-c-h-e-r-p-r-i-o-r.com we got music on there merch uh you know everything uh videos um shit i got i can't tell you that yet but i got a new product i'm finna drop real soon real soon you know what i'm saying it's like no other product i ever dropped before um I don't know if you got my uh, my last nah you didn't my uh my last project I dropped it was on a card it was it was it was a uh, it was it was some next level shit bro it still is still ain't nobody duplicated it yet it's a card where when you tap the card to your phone just tap the card to your phone my whole project will pop up on your phone and it's like not online nowhere you can't find it nowhere else but through this card. And okay, I, I got some shit through the email before I know. I could I could update the card anytime I want with new songs. So even when you got the, even after you done bought the card already, if I update it, you gonna have you, it. You, you, yours should be updated automatically. Yeah. Well, oh, that's dope. That's some next level shit. I see. Drop whenever I want to drop. I got my own Apple Music. I got my own YouTube. I got my own SoundCloud, Spotify, title. I got my own shit. It's all through a card. Mm. Yeah. So it's like a membership for me. So I charge the price point is at fifty dollars because it's more than just the project. It's actually a, a actual access pass to right. you know, my world. You feel me? Like you gonna have music that nobody else have. Mm. That's not out, and you got the luxury to be like, yeah, you ain't up on this, nigga. I know you ain't up on this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know you ain't got this. 
It's that new rich people. You ain't got that. No, I know, man. I know you came a long. I know you sit back and be like, man, I came a long way from when I first when I first started. You know what I'm saying? So, did you ever think that you would make it this far, or you feel like, man, I'm, this ain't shit, nigga? I'm making far than this. Yeah, I, like to answer your question, I, I, yes and yes, like both questions. Like, yeah, I'm, I thought I would make it this far. I did. And yeah, I do feel like this ain't shit. Right. Like, bro, because what God been whispering in my ear these past few weeks. <laughs> Woo-wee. And you're right. You they say God, God whispered too. He just been whispering it like, hey, look, hey, hey, you remember that shit I told you years back? Yeah, I got 10 times that on the other side of this. Watch mm. Stay down. Just stay down, young nigga. I got you. I want to eat trip. Fuck them niggas. Fuck them hoes. Just stay down. You see them shorties? Just, just follow them. Hey, man. The shorties, man. That's incredible. Like, I, man, I love that, bro. Every time you posting them, I be like, I be glued in. And they be chopping up with people, man. Y'all be on the street, man. Y'all be doing it. You just be letting them do their thing. You like, you know what? Yeah. Young bosses, bro. Young kings. And I'm like, man, that shit is dope, man. And you right. know, um, Thank you. Yeah, I, uh, I think um, I think I seen you chopping up with your son on his birthday, and I was just like, I was just looking like, man, you know, that's how, that's how men supposed to read, that's how they supposed to be with their kids. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's real men. You know what I'm saying? Because Thanks. you know, like, I don't know how everybody else deal with their kids. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we can we can see certain things and we can assume certain things. You know, like. They see me uh, smoking or doing something with my, you know what I'm saying? They'd be like, oh man, he ain't no, but that's not like, like you said earlier, like, man, you can't judge a person for what they do and what you don't see them do. Based on what your beliefs are. Right. I have a whole different set of beliefs. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, you know, man, but I see, I see you firsthand with your kids. I'm like, bro, every time, you know, a lot of rappers, bro. And that's why I do the podcast and I tap into the people that I see. Because you can be a rapper, bro. You can have about 17 kids. And I ain't never seen you with a car seat in your motherfucking car. Like, so something ain't right. But when I see rappers and I see them with their family and they juggling both of them and they still have time for both the family and the raps, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, I dig that. I dig that, man. You know, because it was hard to juggle. I used to be in the studio. All day, and I used to ask my wife, like, man, if I was somewhere else in the studio like this, would you believe it? I was she like, hell no, I thought you were with, with somebody else, laid up, chilling or something. Yeah. I really love the music like that. You right. know, and people really, really love music like that. Yeah. Like you said, you know, we used to write in every notepad because you really love the music. Yeah. People were like, and you got to realize most people don't understand. You know what I'm saying? So, I is just, it me? Well, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know who I was. So every song I was writing, it was like I was learning myself. Mm-hmm. Damn, this this me. That's me right there. You feel me? Like that's me. Like that's how I that's that was like, man. I'm like, oh, this shit. Like, and honestly, when you when I you look at what I just said, I just did it again. I, I keep doing it. I teach myself based on what I put out of me. I listen to what I say. I observe what I write. I'm my own teacher, bro. 
Yep. We are our own teachers. Right. And that's how we learn. Like, we teaching somebody else, but at the same time, we, when we hear ourselves, we teaching ourselves. So, you know, I used to do music, and um, <laughs> at the time, I wasn't teaching. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm like, bro, I can do better than this. And I'm freestyling, so I'm saying shit freely. And I'm like, bro, they're them inner demons trying to jump out and, and man, trying to get you caught up. So I'm like, man, let me start over. Let me reset myself. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes we have to reset ourselves and tap into what the fuck we really want to say. Say what you mean and mean what you say. You know what I'm saying? Because that may take time to figure that out, though. It do take a lot of time, bro. Take a lot of time. And you know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, like I say in jail, right? People think prison is bad. But to me, I look at it like, shit, I got three books out and I was inspired to write books by, um, to, to write my first, write my first book. I was inspired by, um, the coldest one ever. I got that, I bitch. that in Peoria County. I got that motherfucker. He just missing. And I bought that book about seven times, bro. I think that was the first book I read, nigga. For real, for real. And I was like, because I was like, man, you know, they, I don't want to hear about that shit. I was a street nigga. I'm like, man, and I'm just to the coldest one. I'm, I'm reading it, but I'm like, it's like a movie to me. And I'm like, I can relate to that shit. And I'm like, you know what? Nigga, you write raps, nigga. You can write a book so motherfuckers can relate to. You can do this. You get, and I'm like, and when I came down to Florida, I ain't know nobody. I was by myself and I tapped into myself and I just started writing books and shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe you might got a book and you you might want to jump out with. I try to say, man. Hey, look, man. I say, <laughs> say, nothing. say nothing, okay? Go ahead and spill the beans, man. <laughs> That's it, sir. You got a book on the way. I'm gonna sip this water right here. This good, good spring water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, man. Um, yeah, I think I think you know that'd be that'd be dope. You know what I'm saying? That's what I started doing. I started I thought I started putting books out, and I know a lot of people don't read it like that. So I got an audio book, and motherfuckers like, man, the audio book is dope. What the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, I'm glad because I just want to be like you say, you don't want to be following everybody else because everybody do music, everybody rap, and I'm like, man, who you know that motherfucker do a book? Facts. And I'm like, I don't know nobody in my area that did a book. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to do a book. And I know how hard it is for some kids that grew up in where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, I don't even read shit. All right, listen, nigga. Yeah. Because I listen to hella audio books. I wake up every morning listening to shit. You know what I'm saying? Listen to shit. Get in my mind. I want to learn something new every day. So on that note, is there any, any book or any video you watch that made you change your mindset many of them that every one of them um I'm, i gotta learn how to cut to the chase on shit that's what i learned as i talk uh think and grow rich Woo, by napoleon hill yes sir changed my life uh changed my mindset um but I could say a lot. 
but I'm going to just say this. I already had thinking grow rich within me already prior reading that book. I already had it. The book just showed me what that what I had. It just revealed to me that what I already had was as valuable as it is. I didn't know that what I had already possessed was already that. I, did, I just thought this was just some shit to just get me through the streets, get me through life, you know what I'm saying? I ain't knowing like, oh, nigga, we can sell this shit. The game is to be sold. Right. I bet. So you can't tell me that, you know, with all respect to Napoleon Hill, but you can't tell me that I, I ain't a Napoleon Hill. You can't tell me that I ain't uh, a, a philosopher you feel me richard Pryor is a concept to believe that you oneself is rich before he touches any physical thing that's a concept that's a that's a that's a philosophy so that means that i'm a philosopher we can dumb it down to our level and say i'm a rapper that's cool but in other realms and these other rooms that i frequently step foot in I'm a motherfucking philosopher. No, no, real, a hundred percent. So you know, that's just some game for any any young rapper, any up and coming, you know, uh, artist on the rise right now, man. Hey, don't just look at yourself like no rapper, man. You better understand what you're doing with them words. You mm. Words from somewhere that ain't even don't even exist, and you bringing them down here now. Uh mm huh. And that. Yeah everybody in this room dancing to him and saying everything you just brought from nowhere to somewhere and now they all saying it and so living by it now now they living by it <laughs> mm -hmm. man who are you then yeah so in the book you know they they say um it's a it's a word in the book that it, you need to read the book three or four times before it really yeah into it, it click into that word, jump out on you, right? And um, I read the book the first time and it jumped out on me. And I was like, damn, that word was imagination. Because yes, sir. your imagination is is an idea and that's gonna make it happen. Like, you know, when you say, you put imagination, we said, Damn, I'm finna jump on the Money G podcast. What should I wear? I'm a, you know, I always wear my glasses and shit. That's your, that's your thing. You're like, oh, I'm gonna put on this gray sweater. I'm gonna throw on this hat. You know, that was your imagination. You already said what you're gonna do before you, but you could have changed it. Without mm -hmm. you, like, you know what? I'm, a, I'm just gonna go ahead and throw this on, and I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? But you imagined it. You imagine putting on rims on that car. You imagine how much money you're gonna stack. You imagine when you, oh, that beat sound cold. I'm going to say this on that track. You imagine it before you did it. Facts. So imagination is a motherfucker. So it's everything. It's everything we now see and we miss it because we get so caught up in thinking all of this shit is so real to us. All of this shit that we see in touch, it's, this is the real shit for us. But really, it's the fake shit for niggas like me. You know what I'm saying? I laugh at this shit. You know what I'm saying? All of this shit is laughable. You can never get me to kill my fellow brother over none of this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to always stand tall above all of this shit. You feel me? 
and because it all come from me mm -hmm. so yeah. i'm not what i'm supposed to be afraid of my child mm. how dare you right on the real <laughs> yeah man that's crazy but yeah that's 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 wow that's wow but yeah man we already chopped it up for an hour man you know anything else you want to say before we end this podcast this is an hour of power you know what i'm saying i appreciate you taking your time out this day you know what i'm saying because i know you're busy i know you're busy but anything else you want to say to the people man you know what I'm saying some some words of encouragement or something man i would just say man stay rich first of all you know what i'm saying if you don't do nothing else I always believe that you risk before you get the money and not after you know and anybody that's listening to this that feel like they nobody and nothing I always feel I always remember that you are somebody you know, regardless or anybody say they got this shit fucked up that's on them that ain't got nothing to do with you you know what i'm saying you just stay focused stand firm on everything that you do and everything gonna work out for you i promise just trust you fuck everybody tell you and 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 anybody else for everybody else i would say just to you know stay locked in with everything my man money got going on with the permission you know what i'm saying and everything he doing with the podcast stay locked in and, 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 and engage with his journey and and rock with him because he got a lot uh, of things to of value to say and, and, and contribute to y'all so you know i appreciate you having me king you feel me likewise likewise yeah and man, i want to say you know just because people think success is having things mm -hmm. but success is doing things bro success. so we just put this success podcast being, together that's is being things man being things when you when you when you see that's why i see this is this is if you recognize it this is the nike the nike logo just do it but i flipped it just be it because it's yeah. a, i feel like that's what got us all fucked up we've been told go get the money go get the money go get the money go get man you gotta get the money gotta get the money so niggas is just doing shit, bro i was one of them just doing shit, just trying to get the money just doing shit. but then nobody ever told us what to be though so the money gonna come the money gonna come when you figure out who you gonna be the money looking for the the being it ain't looking for the doing it's looking for the being Mm. who are you once you say all right i'm the bakery i'm the baker all right nigga, i'm finna send you some niggas that's finna buy some bread yeah soon as you raise your hand to the world and be like all right hey this this what i'm doing this is what i am this is what i do it's what i'm being you feel me they like all right but see the evidence of what you being is the doing that's what we get it fucked up see i know it's a lot of people that's probably listening to me right now say that they like man well, what you gonna do? Yeah, he's gonna fall in your lap just because you said no. Nah, it ain't. It ain't gonna just fall in your lap, but it is gonna fall in your lap because once you raise your hand and say, "This is what I'm being," what you don't know yet because you haven't done it yet. But once you once you do that, it's a whole transformation that happens within you because you have decided that this is who you're gonna be. 
So once that transformation takes place within you, you're going to start doing the shit that the right shit that you're supposed to be doing based on who you are supposed to be being. You know what I'm saying? It's going to all line up. And that's when you're going to be walking in purpose. And, and, and that's when the magic starts happening and exponential explosions and, and growth just happens because you and you in line, you are alignment with the assignment. Yeah. Right, right. That part. But, you know, a lot of people, it's hard for them to understand. Like when you invest in yourself and your dreams, it might take two years, two to five years. But when you get that hustle in you and you hustling in the streets, that's that instant gratification. But and when you start doing that, you give up on your dreams because you made a quick five hundred dollars a day, a quick thousand dollars a day. You know what I'm saying? You got your G pack out the way. You was good. But you giving up on your dreams, bro. Man, I look at it like this, bro. And you right. I, I think about this all the time, what you just said. People, most people in this world, bro, if they dream was on this corner of the street and the money was on this corner of the street, bro, they wouldn't even see their dream on this, on this corner of the street because they'd be too busy looking at the money on this corner of the street, bro. And that's what we money. And that's what we face with. They're going to go get that money, forget about their dream, and don't even realize they just sealed their fate by choosing the money. Now their dream is over. And now they unhappy with money and stuff and shit. And therefore, we got all these bitter rich people. Yeah. Rich lady. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that having money is bad at all. No, I'm just saying. No. Hey, it ain't, it's bad if you ain't got your dream with it. It ain't right, shit. Right. To put it in, in, um, in rotation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you can have money and still feel like shit. Facts. But when you got money and you got a dream and you can put the money in your dream, oh man, that feel good, bro. Man, when you got when you got your, I just said some shit like this the other day, bro. When you got your dream, bro, you can sleep in a motherfucking car and it'll feel like a mansion, bro. Woo. But if you ain't got your dream, you can sleep in a mansion. It'll feel like you sleeping in a motherfucking car. Dang. Hey, you ain't never lied, man. Cause um just be it. Man, just just be it. I like that, man. I'm gonna have to cop me one of those sweater suit, man. Yes, sir. Oh I said, just be it. Yes, sir. Oh, real. Richard Pryor silhouette with the gold brain. You know what I mean? The gold mine. The you gold know. mine. Yeah, just be it, man. Man, that's what's up. Well, shit, man, I sure appreciate you coming out to the fan mission podcast, man. I ain't gonna hold you up, man. Ice King. Because, man, we can, we can chop it up all day, man. You know, and I'm still blown away. Like, bro, you were 16 coming down in the studio, man. I, I, this is the last question, man. How did you how did you feel at that moment when you was like, man, I'm going to go down to the studio, man. I'm like, shit, I'm going to. Did you know, like, I'm going to fuck these niggas. I'm going to blow their ass out the water, bro. Hell, I'm what I got. I, I knew it, bro. I knew it. I, that's the thing about me. It don't matter who in there, bro. It don't matter who in there, bro. It don't matter who in there. Once I'm in there, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, something gonna shake. I'm gonna shake that bitch. That's how I felt because honestly, I think that was like my first time in the studio and I was fresh out. You put that together, mixed with some <laughs> young nigga shit, bro. Oh man, I was ready, bro. I was ready. I couldn't wait.
that's why you got two hours, nigga. You could have got five. Man, on the red, I say, man. I ain't wanna leave. Hey, on I ain't I was like, hey, when you did leave, we was like, bro, let's say that shit again. We listened to that shit about seven times. Like, this nigga kept going. We kept putting beats on. You ain't taking, you ain't take a water break, a piss break, or nothing. You right. just kept going. And now, I say, oh, and then you made one song about about your mom. I was like, bro, what the? I gotta hear that shit, bro. If you got, I need to hear some of, it, bro. Yeah, man, I'm have to go deep, deep, deep off please. in it. Cause you know what I'm saying, I don't throw away nothing. I rarely throw away shit. So, please do, bro. Please send me that, man. Cause I, I just need that. I need that for my spirit, man. I need. Man, I say, man, this boy going in. This next part, though. Oh uh, yeah. Huh? What'd you say? I forgot. I, I I forgot. Yeah, Trap Hop 2 is on the way. I can't yeah. that. I can tell you that much. Trap Hop 2 is definitely on the way. Okay, it, okay. I don't know if you had Trap Hop 1, but uh you know. which one was it? I know I know my favorite song is um who is that? Uh I, I seen that shit all day, man. I can't I can't think of it right now. When you was in the video, when you was boxing in a boxing machine, I mean, uh, the, uh, what you call it? That's resurrected. Yeah, boy, that shit right there. I say, man, if they ain't down for the movement, they down for the moment. I say, ooh. I'm going to take my crown. I swear they do. Man. Because every time they knock me down, I come back standing up. Um, I say. Every time. I Hey, that's the coldest shit ever. I say, bro, this right here. I say, but see, people don't know, but I knew. I'm like, man, this nigga beast, he a problem. He a problem. I'm a different breed, bro. I just ain't a different breed, bro. Yeah, you is. I, I was just checking out that uh welcome to Peoria. I was just checking that out. I was just checking out a couple of them. I'm like, oh, and then the Air Max joints. Oh man, come on, man. I'm like, this dude is. It's a fool, and this the old shit. I'm talking the new shit is crazy. They need to cut the check though, low key though. Air mattress. I'm coming for that money up there. What yeah, so they think like they air mattress? That money. <laughs> hey, on the real. Don't so, lie. but yeah, yeah man, I, man, we can go on and on, man. I'll be holding you hostage, man, because because oh, uh, like you say, it was well overdue, man. Because mm -hmm. um, You've been doing your. I've been following your journey for a long time, man. You've been doing your thing, I, man. I I had to give you a roses here right now, cause uh, man, bro, you a beast, man. You you know I like the way how you handle your boys, how you doing your thing, man. You know what I'm saying I be seeing you and I'm I'm like, man, this kid right here going he gonna definitely be some. Yeah. Well, I can I can't say a kid no more, cause you ain't sixteen no more, grown ass man. Hey, boy, I'm talking about. I'm like. But that, that's what I see in my head. Like that young when he first came in, that was Lil Juan, Lil Murder Menace. Yeah. That little nigga was coming through chopping heads off. And I'm like, they still don't know what happened. <laughs> they still don't know what happened. How did this nigga? I just yeah, I mean niggas, niggas just now realizing what I'm doing, like now and shit. Like I was doing this shit in 05, nigga. I, man, I don't know how they ain't know. I seen you in battle raps. Everywhere. I seen you all over. I'm like, oh man, this dude, this dude, he going crazy. And you always seen me though. That's what I want everybody to. When it's all said and done though, bro, 
I want my father to see that the power of believing in yourself. What I said earlier, when you asked me what I, what I want to leave to them, what I want to say to them, that you can create anything that you want to create for yourself through yourself. Mm. I, you always saw me, bro. You saw me. If you ain't see nobody else, you saw me. Yeah. <laughs> you On saw me. On the real. So, man. You know, believe in yourself, man. You know what I'm saying? Tap in. And, man, don't give up on y'all dream, man. Y'all got this. And you might be the different one. I want to say that, too. You might be the different one. It'd be hard to believe in some shit that you ain't never seen before. It's easy to be like, yeah, I'm going to be the next basketball player. I'm going to be the best basketball player. Yeah, you seen niggas do that shit. Yeah. But it's hard to be like, I'm finna be the next motherfucking you know what I'm saying? I, shit, you, me. Like, shit, they say, man, my book it's on a, Amazon, I'm like a, a nice artist. And I'm like, man, bro, I never thought I'd be writing books. You know what I'm saying? I was always rapping. Like, I'm going to be the, you know what I'm saying? But that wasn't my dream to be the best rapper. I was just rapping just to be getting some shit off my chest. But I never thought I'd be writing a book. That's a, that's a blessing to just be able to share a piece of yourself with the world that's going to always live. I be thinking about that shit with my music. It's like, this shit going to always be here, bro. Like, this shit ain't going nowhere. This shit going to forever live. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, like I say on this next project, Trap Hop 2, I'm really intentional about that. Every line, I'm, I'm leaving it like... Like I'm, I'm talking to like you said that 16 year old dude. I'm telling him on this project. I'm telling him he the one. There you go. Mm. I'm telling him he the one. You in the trap right now though. You trap. But I'm, I'm telling you, you the one, bro. I'm telling you. They got mm. you trap. Yeah, you. There you right. You trap. I, I feel you. You right. You are honest. You are 100 right. You are trap. You ain't got nobody. You ain't got no mama. You ain't got no daddy. You ain't got shit. You you trap. I feel you. Despite that, you the one. No <laughs> telling, listen to me when I tell you, you still the one, bro. Tell me. Yeah, yeah. You you grow from from pain, and you know what I'm saying. And yeah, man. And that's what I tell myself. You know what I'm saying. Like, be careful what you say to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to talk negative about myself, and I used to put negative stuff out, and. That ain't gonna get you nowhere. So stay positive at all times, man. You know what I'm saying? And if you find yourself talking negative down to you about yourself, man, pick yourself back up, man. You've got to. You be all right. But yeah, man, you know, I keep saying I'm a motherfucking in this podcast, but man. Nah, that was on me that time. I had to. Hey, you know, no, it's all good because, you know, because I, I enjoy talking to you. You know what I'm yes, saying? Because, man, bro, I, I know, I know, I know your journey, bro. Yeah. So I appreciate where you're going. We here now. And where you come from. We here now, bro. Yeah. So I'm gonna be sending you them. I'm gonna be sending you them plane tickets. Like, come on, fly, fly. Hey, this this this, this new event. We 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 here. Come on. Oh man, you already know, man. Hey, I, hey, there's another thing, bro. Peoria though, it did they, they did try to play your boy wrong though, for like but nigga, I got my license now. I have my I have my license took for like twenty years. 
Damn, I think you told me that. I think it was fucked up when I back then too, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know what? I got my license. <laughs> I got my license now. So nigga, I'm gonna spin on you like mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know what I'm you gonna get faster than motherfucker, boy. You ain't drove in a minute. <laughs> Man, in a minute, bro. But you know what? I kept going to jail, kept I said, you know what? Let me sit my goofy ass down. Yeah. Let me let me recollect myself. You know what I'm saying? And um I, I could have got him back. I was just being hard head. It'd be like that. Yeah, I got him back. So I'm getting back. Guess who gets got his license back? Hey, <laughs> guess who's been Zach? Yeah. You out here. Yeah, man. I appreciate you, man. Come on, on podcast, Rich. You know B. that. You know that. Boy. You know yeah. that. Thanks for having me, King. Man, appreciate love. It. Much love, man. It's your boy, Money G. On the G Staff podcast, on the family, on the mission. Yes, the whole family, we on the mission. And today, man, we had a special guest, and man, we're going down. If y'all missed it, check it out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. He talking that talk. Yes, indeed. G Staff. Yes, indeed, man.